Hello and welcome to Hemet City Lights, a podcast spotlighting small businesses, local nonprofits, and community events in the Hemet and San Jacinto area. And I'm Diana, your host. Today's special guest is Julio from Harvard Street Music Exchange. Hello, everybody. And um, I've actually, I've heard a lot about you, so I'm glad I get to finally get this interview, because a lot of people keep telling me, you need to meet Julio, you need to meet Julio, and he's a positive guy, and he's a great guy, so you uh, running in, running into each other at the, at the farmer's market, yeah, yes, yeah. Was, was perfect timing, and worked out really well, and I'm glad, I'm excited, I've never been in the Harvard Music Store before, and I'm just like... I don't know, like, I'm going to get distracted every two seconds. There's just so much to look at. You sell records. I have a pretty decent record collection of my own. And um, I'm excited about what you have. And it's nice to meet you. And I thank you for sitting down with me. No, yeah, pleasure to meet you as well. Thanks for for having me on the podcast. Okay, so we're just going to go right into it. And I'm just going to start with my questions. So question number one. Tell us what exactly is Harvard Street Music Exchange? Um, Harvard Street Music Exchange is a little music store with a heartbeat. You know, I like we're, that. Yeah. we're here to not just like sell products. I don't believe in that. I believe that we're we're helping our community. You know what I mean? I believe in the power of music to like right. heal and bring people together. Right. Right. Uh, so I feel really honored and really proud to like have the only music store and, and serve my community here. Yeah, yeah. With music and art. Yeah, you you are the only music store in town. And so you were telling me earlier that some of the schools are starting to send their students here because you can help. No, yeah, we've had a lot of support here, both within the Hemet Unified and, and, yeah. and San Jacinto School District, right. our charter schools here in the Valley. Okay. We're like vendors, so we offer like lessons. Cool. And the band kids, you know what I mean, like coming in and getting their like supplies. And each year it's like... A new, you know, like a lot of new kids come right. in and try to pick up music for the first time. Okay, so you did say you offer lessons. So if I walk in and say, I want to learn how to play the violin, you have a teacher for me. Yeah, I have a you violin can... instructor right now. We're offering uh, virtual lessons okay. through like Skype and, and Zoom and Google, whatever you feel okay. comfortable with. And then we're kind of reworking, redesigning and kind of like um, updating here our lesson rooms for like, okay. reopening hopefully here soon. Like in the next month, we're, we're okay. hoping that we can open up again. Cool. All right. So you can get lessons here for those of you listening. Um, Question number two, how do you feel your business positively impacts our community? Um, Like I was saying with, um, like I said, I believe that we, like I believe in the the power of music to heal and bring people together. Um, I kind of like was so blown away now with, you know, recently with having to shut down how many people reached out and just called just to see how we were doing. Nice. Um, if our store was safe after there was, you know what I mean, a little yeah. bit of violence here in the, in the downtown. Some of my neighbors got hit up. Yeah. Luckily, our store was, like, fine. Um, so, like I said, you know, and, and, like, I see how happy people get, you know, coming into our store. And I have customers that come from out of town. Oh, which I'm nice. really blown away by, by that, that people get in their cars and drive, like, 30, 45 minutes up to an hour. Uh, sometimes I have some customers that come out from San Diego or the wow. desert. Wow! Um, you know, we hear a lot about people kind of going out of town to shop other places, mm-hmm. and I'm proud to be one of the few businesses um, here in town that actually brings people into town. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? I was fortunate enough to be able to, like, before, you know, we can't, we can't do any live events currently. Right. But we did, like, open mics every month. We were doing a jam night where people can, like, 
we provided all the instruments and backline and people could like meet up and jam out wow. together maybe start new bands we had a little old school kind of like board yeah where it's like you know guitar player looking for band to you know take over the world or whatever nice or you know what i mean like i love you know, that like old timer looking for They're, some dudes to jam yes. with or whatever like a phone number it reminds me of empire records right yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know what i mean we also do like the records not everybody like plays instruments but some people like to really enjoy listening you know, yeah. i'm a huge fan of vinyl yes um i have been since i was like a kid mm-hmm. and through college i was like collecting um, one of the, you know what I mean? So it's like, we're proud to like also have like some CDs and DVDs, Blu-rays and some records as yeah. well. Cool. All right. Um, okay. How were you able to overcome the recent epidemics we've experienced in our community? Yeah. When the, like I said, yeah, we, we I, I, it was such a surreal time when all that was going on. Um, even leading up to it, you know what I mean? It wasn't just like when, you know, March 20th when they did the, the state mandate to like shut down non-essential businesses, which my business falls under. Yeah. Even just the week leading up to it, it was kind of like, all right, what are we going to do? Or what am I going to do? I was almost like kind of like a little scared because like I just put a bunch of inventory in the store. We just had our anniversary four years that we opened um, in March. Mm-hmm. Started off here with just like, you know, this beautiful building. But right. we started with just like 10 guitars and I had like $500 in the bank account to work with. <laughs> So it was a lot of used gear, it was a lot of consignments. It's been a community effort to like, you know, keep the store alive and, right. and growing. Um, so when it shut down, unfortunately I had to lay off my my whole staff, my team. I got up to like, you know, fifteen employees with techs and teachers wow. and sales staff. We were open at one point, you know, seasonally, we opened like seven days a week. Um, you know, like but kind of downsized the hours and you know, I just kind of realized, like, you know, I, I still got to do what I can to try to, like, save this business and try to keep it alive. Um, so we, we t- I turned into an online-only company, kind of, like, team of one. Mm-hmm. Um, I had, like, um, Layla Arroyo here. She, she helped me out with, like, some social media, getting some flyers. She kind of helps me with that side of the business. And I have my um, lesson coordinator, Alyssa Ramos, who was helping me from home to transition our students to like virtual. Right. So we went to Zoom lessons and, you know, we we kind of within a week, we were like transitioning up to that. Some of our customers didn't want to do that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some of them did. So we were able to like, you know, still keep some lessons going, keep some revenue going for some of my teachers and a couple of my staff working from home. And I was just down here boxing things up, you know, making packages, writing thank you notes, like sending stuff out to people in the community. And also around the country. I, oh, had, okay. I was shipping guitars out to like Texas and New York nice. and Illinois and a bunch of different places all yeah. over the country. So I was really just blown away how much support we got. Right. Um, I put a little post about our t-shirts, Harvard Street Music t-shirts. And I had a lot of orders come in just for t-shirts and oh, that's things good. like that. So that, that helped me, you know, keep up with the bills yeah. and pay the insurance and the security and that's all the overhead good. just to keep this place still afloat. So now that we opened up on June 1st. You know, we still have a music store to kind of come right. back to. I did notice that once um, things were shut down, that our community really um, rallied and tried to support small businesses as much as they could, no, you yeah. know, and and that was a really good thing to see. So a lot of small businesses were able to survive. Mm-hmm. And that was that was really good. Um, next question. What was it about Hemet that made you want to open up a business here? Um. Did you grow well, my, up here? No, my family, well, my, yeah, I mean, I, this is my hometown. My family okay. moved out here from, like, we were in, like, East L.A., then South Del Monte, 
And then I moved here when I was in third grade. Oh, okay. And that was also the first year I started playing trumpet at Whittier Elementary. Okay. So, like, my love with music um, kind of ties into this valley. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I had the, the whole, like, did the marching band, marched the Christmas parade, just like a lot of kids do yeah. every, every year here <laughs> yeah, in our valley. Yeah. Um, you know, the little, like, metal competitions and did all the way up to, like, Acacia and West Valley. Okay. And then and then I kind of started my first little kind of garage band with my my buddies and stuff like that, um, who I'm still like great friends with. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, you know, they live all over the country, kind of now. Like one's in Texas, one's in New York, another one's out in Temecula. But we're still like kind of in contact with yeah. each other. So yeah. Like you know what I mean? We went through a lot of good memories and played you know backyard shows oh. and all that fun stuff and. Um, I left for a while, you know what I mean? And then I came back. Um, I was fortunate enough to live in Ireland and Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, okay. I uh, went to college in San Diego at Cal State San Marcos mm-hmm. and kind of moved around different places. there. So I came back with a lot of um, um, just like music energy that I brought from all these different places. Right. And when I came back, it was um, like in 2010. So like after the recession. Right. Um, and it was like kind of like you know what I mean it was kind of like scary down here in downtown yeah and yeah like yeah neighborhoods look like ghost towns right places like shut down and same thing too just hearing stories from my, my parents and people they knew everybody losing their jobs it was a this area was hit really hard yeah um and I remember like the people getting together for like the city council mm-hmm. stuff when they'd have those like barbecues and stuff like yeah. that so it was all this energy of all these people that like really cared and really loved this community and I kind of like I'll be honest, like, growing up, I didn't, you know, I feel like I belonged here. I was like, oh, I'm a city kid. Like, right, I gotta get right. out of this little cow town. Like, I don't want to be here. Yeah. And when I came back, I fell in love with it. Like, right. after seeing the world, um, I finally could see Hemet for what it is. Right. And it's a beautiful valley, and it's full of, like, some really honest and just real people. Right. Of, like, different backgrounds, and you know what I mean? So I, I kind of decided there and then that, like, no, I want to be here. Like, I feel like this town, like needs you know needs culture mm-hmm. and, you know what i mean it's easy yeah. i always say it's uh it's easy to shine a light in a well-lit place right but there's something more to shine a light in a dark place right you know what right. I, mean? and I felt like Hemet needed art and it's been a good community yeah and my family like we've my family has a business in menifee but we've this has been home since like yeah. the mid 90s and you know what i mean i have a lot of like the most amazing people i've met in my life are from here and you know i really wanted to give it back and and, yeah. and felt that if i did stuff the community would blessed me back and I started mm-hmm. just doing concerts um used to have an organization called Kaleida Culture okay so it was like artists supporting artists and I used to work with the Esplanade Arts Center which is now the Diamond Valley uh-huh well they've been the Diamond Valley Arts Center but they had the Esplanade Arts Center they there. did yeah out there and yeah I used to do I did like a year and a half of like theme concerts every okay. first Saturday so we did like a masquerade like a carnival show we did like a Davy Jones locker thing where we all dressed up like pirates and Cool. Uh, people would dress up and we'd have some like indie rock bands yeah. and rap artists and you know like acoustic artists and electronic DJs we'd have like a little dance party at the end nice um, it was a lot of fun and then yeah. I kind of you know the opportunity came up to take over the music store we used to be Alathia Music um, yes my friend Christian yeah. Philippi who's a very talented artist living out in, in LA now he kind of handed over the reins for me and then eventually I partnered in with uh, the previous owner who's uh, was kind of just solid partner he's mm-hmm. a musician himself and just um, he has young kids growing up in the in the community and feels that there should be a music store yeah so I would say he's like my fairy my fairy godfather yeah. <laughs> um, Trent and then my fairy godmother too Roseanne who kind of after I opened up and saw what I really believed in and stuff like that felt you know she she was like inspired to like support it 
So she helped kind of invest in the business, which helped me like open up, you know, some new kind of product lines. Right, and kind of really right. expand the store. Like I said, we opened up with like 10 guitars and 500 bucks. Right. And... It was like, you actually have things. If I, if I started a band of, for some like reason, yeah. I could come here and just, okay, I need this, this, and this. Yeah, PA you, systems, yeah, you have everything. Gear, instruments, band instruments, you know, like the band, guitar, acoustic, electric, um, you know, drums, you know, all that stuff. So, yeah. Everything. And I've seen some, like, bands kind of come together, like some kids meet up through my open mics mm-hmm. and start their first band and then play their first show here at my store. Um, in front of all their friends Oh, and you almost feel like a proud father. I do. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't have kids myself. Yeah. But, like, I feel like, yeah, yeah like, I try to be a good influence. Right. And, and, and you know what I mean? And, and try to, like, give information and support kind of some of the downfalls I had with some yeah. of my bands that I've had, you know, yeah. throughout the years. Or just bad experiences with, like, shady, de- you know, booking yeah. agents yeah. or clubs yeah. and things like that. So. Well, that really, what, what you said really resonates with me about you've lived all over. I've lived all over this country, too, and I've been all over this country. But there's just nothing, there's just something about heaven. Right, yeah. And there's something, you know, I was telling my mom one day, I have seen sunsets in many, many states and cities. Mm-hmm. There's just nothing like a California sunset oh, yeah. on a summer night. And there's just nothing like it. I got some beautiful views here, too. Like, we got the, you know, like, these, like, vintage windows. Here. Right. This building's, like, originally built in 1901. Then rebuilt in 1927. Formerly the Oddfellas Temple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got a, it's got a, I feel like I'm so blessed. Like, I couldn't have a music store in a cool, in a better building. It's quirky. Um, It's, like, um, like I said, it, it, I, you know, people tell me that they used to have, like, birthday parties and weddings here in the second mm-hmm. story. Like, they have, like, a ballroom. Um, and you know that there was like like punk rock shows back in the day, or quinceañeras, yeah. or or there was like electronic shows and the different stuff like mm. raves of those. Just people tell me stories that come in, and I love hearing you know that this building's a part of yeah. the the community here, and we get yeah. to kind of keep it alive yeah. and keep it doing something, you know. And it, I feel like it's got some good little little spirits in here too. Uh, it does, <laughs> yeah. It's it's quirky and I and I like it. And Sometimes the instruments at night kind of just you hear like a guitar all of a sudden just kind of go. Bling, and you're like, oh. Oh, that's that's crazy. So far, they never like jump out at me or fly <laughs> across the room, but <laughs> one day, well, hopefully not. <laughs> if there's any ghost hunters out there? <laughs> there is a Hemet ghost hunter, a paranormal little, group. Give me like a little reading here on my. <laughs> Hundred year old building. I'll have to find them on Facebook <laughs> for you. Um, this was a funny question, but I thought, I thought, why not? If you could sum up Hemet in any music genre, what would you sum Hemet up in? Um, I always like just joke around and said that it's all like Hemet pop. Like it doesn't matter if you're a <laughs> punk band or a metal band or a rapper or you're doing you know gospel or Christian music or whatever. That I'm like, it's just all Hemet pop. You know, <laughs> Hemet pop music. If it ever gets like, I don't know, like, like if to, to, to coin a, a, a term for it, kind of like grunge representing um, Seattle, like, uh, Seattle uh-huh. you know, in like the late 80s, early 90s. I um, always thought Hemet as country. No, yeah, yeah. There's some country artists out there like right? Luke Ledbetter, who's like my uh, guitar technician and helped me put together these like wall, like mm-hmm. wood walls. Mate, one of the most talented dudes I've ever met in my life. He's the only guy I know that can build you a house, a car, and a guitar probably from scratch. Wow. Uh, so, wow. So I'm happy to have him on, on my on my team here. And he like helps us like he works on our guitars, like yeah. in house tech. Oh okay. Um so we do like repairs and custom work. Oh wow, okay. Oh yeah, that's right. You did you said that. He said hip hop. He thought 
used to give that hip hop. Uh, like I, I said, yeah, I couldn't think like just one. If I had to give it like a you know broader term, because to me it's all like I love all music. Right. Okay. Um, you know, like I said, I've been I lived in Nashville, yeah. Maryland, and San Diego, and got to experience originally growing up in LA. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. A lot of like different music, and you know, yeah. what I mean? and I love it all. Like, yeah. Absolutely. Um, okay, next question. What? Well, we kind of know the answer to this. What kind of support do you provide for local bands and musicians? Yeah, like I said, we're here to like help people on their musical journey. Right, That's like right. a little kind of term I've been using a lot this year because um, I feel it is a journey. You know right. what I mean? It's like it's a lifelong journey and it's an amazing friend. Yeah. Music and sharing that especially with others Yeah. Um, to create like music and harmony. Um, yeah. We have so much discord and disconnect in our world. I feel right. like more people kind of coming together. Right. Um, and music is a is a wonderful way to bring people together. Um, so we price match online. Um, we have like rewards programs. So we do like 2% like cash back basically like in-store oh, rewards. Oh, nice. So for every 500 bucks you spend, we give you like yeah. 10 bucks back. Yeah. Um, I got price match online. Like I said, I, I do whatever I can to like help out our local musicians. Mm-hmm. If there's something that I can't do for you or we don't provide the service... Um, we recommend, you know, we'll find you someone that can, like, mm-hmm. we, we used to try to do studio recording, but I was like so stretched out that I couldn't like really do it all. I'm really happy to see that like, there's a couple studios that popped up in town doing some great work and starting yeah. to like, release some like amazing music. Right. Um, I'm really looking forward. I always had it kind of part of the, the vision or the, the plan to like create a yearly, um, kind of compilation vinyl mm-hmm. and CD to sell and like to, you know, the f- proceeds go to like support the local artists and also like a nonprofit in town that we could work with. Um, maybe like the My City Youth Center. I know they provide mm-hmm. like um, free lessons for kids. I used yeah. to volunteer there as well. Oh, okay. Um, and then like, you know, it helps like, I think kind of create excitement about like, oh, I want to get on this year's like Hemet is Heaven compilation. Yeah, yeah. And then we have like one, two, three, and then, you know what I mean? Keep it kind of like nice. a new tradition. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to like this year. I was already in the works of planning a battle of the bands uh-huh. and a, a rap battle. Oh, which okay. I thought would be really fun too to do. Yeah. Um, so like I said, we, we kind of had to put those things on hold. Mm-hmm. We're upgrading some some kind of technology here, getting like more internet speed, so we can start doing like live stream events um, with some of our like you know talented independent artists, and also like just more online media stuff. Like same thing too. Oh. We've been working kind of. Out the kinks and doing our own podcast too. Right, right. Doing local bands and all. Oh, that's and great! Like that. Nice. Yeah. How fun! I love interviewing people, hearing their stories. Um, okay, so now next question. Tell us a little bit about yourself, about you. Yeah, my name's like uh, you know, Jose Julio Iniguez. But I go by Julio. That's what my mom calls me, so I figured that's it's <laughs> a good name to go by. Uh, my dad's or Jose. So um, I was born in L.A. in 1984. You know, during a Cold War and Olympic year, uh-huh. like it was a crazy time to kind of come out of this world. <laughs> and like, I've been blessed to see a lot of a lot of amazing things. Like I said, music's always been, like I said, a, an amazing outlet for me. Um, throughout, like, you know, I was a really shy kid, and when I came out here to like Hemet and just started doing the trumpet, meeting, making friends through the band, and going on the field trips. Um, I feel like it helped me make, maybe make a better version of myself. Right. Uh, same thing through when I started my first, like, you know, like my first bands and, and meeting people and like the music scene. I feel it's like a, an amazing thing. And I always kind of, I was, I, you know, graduated here from Mount San Jacinto College as well. I got my business um, and social science, like associates okay. degrees from there. Mm-hmm. And then went to Cal State San Marcos. Okay. 
And then I almost finished. I kind of dropped out kind of like senior year. Well, I decided I was finished. Um, I just, you know, at that point I knew I wanted to kind of eventually have my own business. I right. didn't know exactly what, but I knew I kind of wanted to work for myself. Um, after college, like I said, I went to like Ireland and, mm-hmm. and Nashville um, and just, you know, try to like travel around and get around um, and then came back home because my, um, my aunt was like diagnosed with cancer, oh, a really dear close aunt. And I came back to like want to be, you know, near family. I right. kind of like didn't want to come back to him at all. And then, like I said, I came back and I remember just my dad picking me up from LAX and coming back into the valley through like uh, Nuevo. Yeah, yeah. And, and like the sun was setting and you talk about mm. the California sunsets. Yeah. I remember just driving in and I was like, like I remember Cody almost brought a tear to they brought a tear to my face because it was just so beautiful and I felt like I've been running away from this place. You know what I mean? I was like kind of ashamed of this place. Like, look at how like gorgeous this like right. valley is. Um, you know what I mean? I'm like I should be, you know what I mean? And then I started meeting some of the local scene and mm. the music scene. I guess I did the Kaleida culture thing and ended up, like I said, kind of being, I was looking to do my own business. I was helping my family with their business after I came back home. Okay. um, Because they were struggling, like, post-recession. They have a a jewelry store. Oh, okay. Like, that's actually, like, a ring. Oh, nice. I used to, like, make jewelry and and help my dad with the business side and marketing. Yeah. Um, They're at at their business to help kind of keep it alive. Oh, okay. You know, I felt I had to give it back. So that was a really good, that was a better business education I feel working with my right. parents and getting really learning those old school like values and stuff like that I'm first generation right. um, you know what I mean here my parents came from mm. Mexico okay um, and um, yeah like you know I felt like I got all this wonderful experience and when like this opportunity came up I felt like I just had to make the most of it yeah, um, yeah. I, at first it was just my, my buddy Christian they were going to close the store down because like rent was going up and um, and he, he just needed somebody to help him on Thursdays and I went into the music store and like that first day I was there, some kid came in about the same age I was when I bought my first guitar. And like I said, um, and like, I, I don't know, I just kind of like, I felt so honored to help him pick yeah. out his first guitar. And I was like, this is what I want to do. Like, this is so yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like I, we put it up on our Instagram. Like I love doing that when like, you know, like Guitar Players Club or mm-hmm. Ukulele Club, kind of when somebody gets their first instrument. Yeah. Like I said, it's a lifelong journey and we hope to be like people's music store for life. Yeah, it is. What's your go-to music? Um, What's your go-to band when you're just like, I just need to, you know, I don't know, you need to relax or you need to just unwind. What's your go-to band? Um, It just depends what what kind of, what am I unwinding from? (laughs) Um, Let's say you had, let's say you had a really, there's a time for everything. Yeah. You had a hard day and you just need to like, you know, there's some minutes or moments rage against the machine. Yeah. The machine really helps me like, yeah, me too. Um, you know what I mean? Some jazz. I'm a big fan of like Miles Davis. Okay. Um, uh, there's an amazing singer songwriter from Ireland that I found out about when I was over there, Damien Rice. Okay. Um, who's had, you know, he's had some success here too mm-hmm. in America. Like, I think he's like such an amazing songwriter. I love his music. Um, and also just like, I love listening to like the local artists. Um, you know what I mean? From here in our valley and also that I meet throughout like Riverside right. County because we bring people, when we were doing shows, we'd bring bands and artists yeah. from outside of the community. Um, and um, like I said, so I really love listening to like the local bands and, yeah. and the local music as well. Um, there's a lot of like, like I guess a lot of different music to enjoy. So there's a music for every, you know, song for every occasion. There is a song for every occasion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm stuck in the '90s though. I love me some. 90s, <laughs> yeah. like, I was a '90s kid. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm stuck. <laughs> I, I can't get out of there. 
Um, so how many instruments do you play? Um, like I said, I, I started off on the trumpet and then kind of gave that up in high school. And mostly my main instrument's been the guitar and writing songs. Uh-huh. Um, but I could, you know, play drums and, you know, I, like I always say, like, you play music, you don't work it. Right, so right, the right. most important thing is to kind of have fun. Uh-huh. And your body, music's a, a beautiful thing and an amazing thing where when you're playing something, like if you play one note and then you play another one, uh-huh. your body will tell you if it's, if it's good, right, if it feels right. good, or if it doesn't. Right. And I can't, everybody has different kind of vibrations that they right. sing to. So I always say, like, you give me any instrument and I'll, like, I'll figure something out on it eventually. Yeah. You know, and I'll make some music for it. Well, you definitely, if you play the guitar, you can play bass. I tried to learn bass and yeah. guitar. My hands are too little and I'm dyslexic. So I hold the guitar upside down and backwards like, um, what's his name, he used to? Like Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there's no wrong or right, like wrong way to play an instrument. Like I said, you play it, you don't, like, you know what I mean. You don't work it. Right. We got the rest of our lives to work. So it's like I said, music's supposed to be enjoyed. That's and just true. Be had fun with. That's true. Um, it's like I said, yeah. We're, like I said, this is a blessing to to do that for people. That's a good way to look at it. <laughs> um, if you could be any instrument, what instrument would you be? Oh dang. Um, <laughs> I guess I'd have to be a. 1984 made in usa fender telecaster oh wow <laughs> that was very specific i figured you know what i mean like we're, we're fender dealer uh-huh. and you know southern california roots like i said born in 84 right um i feel you know part to be proud to be part of the the 84 group the 84 team you know like, <laughs> like i said uh like my senior year was like 9 11 and and you know graduated college right into a recession oh had a yeah. business during like you know a global pandemic like I'm just like, oh, man, what a time to be alive. <laughs> and you've made it through all of that. Well, you know what I mean? Well, I've been, I'm really fortunate that I have, like, amazing parents. And mm-hmm. they, they bless me with uh, a strong faith and understanding and, and yeah. just acceptance into, like, uh, seeing them and the grace that they kind of been able to run right. their businesses through ups and downs. Where they're just like, all you can do is do your part, do what you can and what you can't fix. Right. Try your best and, you know, like, right. you know, what can you do? That's so, that's good. That's, uh, that's a good... Um backbone and and foundation to uh, build your business on and Mm -hmm. and businesses like you will i believe will last um throughout i hope because of because of that i I hope that i love what i do and i hope to do it for as many years as the good lord like you know gives me yeah well hemet is very fortunate to have you I'm, i'm fortunate to be you know part of this community i tell people like this wouldn't happen to me or or wouldn't happen for me anywhere else in the world Right. Like I felt it was like it, it, was, it was like a once in a lifetime kind of like right right place right time right. kind of thing. Um, so like I said, yeah, I was like it was just kind of I don't same thing too. Like I said, we we were the way we kind of opened up with nothing right. and just being the only music store, and then people just like I said were so supportive and yeah. like you said the, the 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 passion of the people here in this valley where they there's a lot of people, a lot of really good people right. that are very like passionate about preserving this valley right. and preserving right. this community. And just, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes I try to give people discounts, and they're like, no, 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 charge me, like, right. full price. Right, like right. I'm like, all right, like, I'm, not, I'm not here to argue. <laughs> <so>. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so lastly, what are all the ways that we can find you on social media? How can we get a hold of you? And stuff like that, anything. Yeah, we're currently, we're open Monday to Saturday, 11 to 4.30. You can reach us on uh, Instagram and Facebook under Harvard Street Music Exchange. Um, we also have our website, www.harvardstreetmusicexchange.com, where you can pre-shop our store, check the calendar for lessons, 
um, kind of send a, a request for like a repair quote or something like an appointment. Okay. Um, like I said, I do like, um, you know, do consignments and, and other things too. So any way we can help you out on your musical journey, like I said, we're, we're here to help. Nice. All right. Well, is there anything else you want to leave us with? Any fun little tidbits? Any musical um, fun facts about Hemet that you know of? Um, a lot of people don't know that that Hemet's produced like um, Grammy award winning musicians and no, Hemet no. jazz band in like the, in the seventies through um, I believe Mr. Tower. Yes, um, was... Like was a, a they they played the Tokyo Jazz Festival and took like first. Wow, which is, like, you know that's a world renowned like, right. festival like. This valley at one point was churning out world-class musicians. Right. Um, one of them, a customer of mine too, who like um, moved out here to take care of his mother and I used to tour around with like Janet Jackson, with Prince. Wow. Um, and that's why we're looking to kind of do a podcast here to share these like, right. stories. Right. Back in the you know turn of the century when Hemet first was even first established, there was an opera house in Hemet. There was. And they would bring like world famous yeah. kind of like opera singers all the way up to like in the 80s. Uh, Black Flag with Henry Rollins and stuff like that did a, did a tour and they wow. played here in Hemet and on the tour poster it says Pig Farm Hemet. <laughs> you know what I mean? So Hemet it's has funny. like yeah has like you know what I mean like um, history for like a lot of like a really rich music history. Yeah, and I'm really like I said proud to be and feel blessed to be a part of that history now like going forward and hopefully like I said inspiring now and like I tell the kids kind of when they get their first guitar here. Mm. Like I said, we do like the Guitar Players Club on Instagram, yeah. or Facebook, or ukulele, or saxophone, whatever they play. Um, we tell them like, oh, now we can show you off when you win your first Grammy. <laughs> and we can be like, oh, here's a picture of them when they first started in our store. And you know what I mean? Like, I, 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 I'm serious. Like, I really yeah. believe that we're going to help, you know, make people realize that Hemet's here just because of the music. I believe, culture. yeah. So. Well, you know Matt McPherson, he's yeah. a, um, a saxophonist. Yeah. And yeah, he's yeah. actually pretty good, yeah. yeah. he came out of, like I said, the Hemet High jazz program. Well, the first chair, um, I don't remember her name, but she's like a world-renowned saxophone. Yeah, Jessie J. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. She's with, like, the pop artist from uh, no, England. No, no, she plays but, saxophone yeah. for, like, Taylor Swift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and she, like, tours around the world. Yeah. Like, jazz Festival. She's a Grammy Award. Yeah. Nominated and winning, like, artist. And stuff right, like right. And he sat next to her in, in a jazz band. Yeah. No, but she played at the Diamond Valley Arts Center. Oh, did she? Like, like, when I was doing the concerts over there. Nice. So I think so. I'm hoping to team up with uh, Mr. Jason Strain. Yeah, yeah. Um, of, of DVAC right there to mm-hmm. kind of team up because they have a beautiful like venue and, and yeah, yeah. Location there. Well, he's nothing to to sneeze at either. He's pretty good. He played for me. No, yeah. And he's he's pretty good, but he he won't he won't let anybody know though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, like I was hoping, like I said, we used to do open mic. I'm still waiting for Monday to show up with the saxophone and play a little <laughs> little sub for us. So. He like pulled it out for me one day, and it's like it was like specially handmade for him. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful, but. One day. One day, Matthew. We're, we're talking about you, Matthew. <laughs> well, thank you so much for sitting with me and talking. And, and um, uh, it, was, it was good. It was, it was really nice sitting here. And I get good vibes from you. And oh, you, I man. wish you all the luck. And, and likewise, and thank you so much for you know, what you do to like, help spotlight local business. Yeah. A positive light here in our community. Yeah, we need um, it. We really need it. appreciate it. So yeah. thank you for having me. Well, thank you. And thank you for listening. Uh, next week's podcast will be with Erica from My City Youth Center. And that'll be next week, I believe. So thank you for listening and have a good night.